We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. How are we feeling today? So if you've been listening for the past month, you will know that the AC has been broken in my office, my side of the house, and I will have you know, it's still broken. It's been kind of hilarious, this whole process with getting it fixed and home warranty, and I am not even going to go into the details, but what I have found is constantly we're given opportunities in life, and we can learn how to react to them or respond to them. And yes, reacting and responding, seemingly, they seem like the same thing, but they're not. Reacting is that like instant like fight feeling or angry or frustration, right? And like kind of giving into the emotion. And responding is taking a step back, taking a breath, processing how we're feeling, and then deciding how to respond. And I found that given situations that we really have no control over because we're kind of at the mercy of the home warranty company and then also the air conditioning company. It's been this whole thing. It's kind of wild. Um, I have just let it ride. Of course, my routine and things are a little bit tossed off, but whatever. Small potatoes. There are much bigger things that happen, and I'm not downplaying the the frustration that I felt, but I've also allowed myself to really process it because, yeah, it's a little bit frustrating. Of course, I would have loved to have air conditioning in our kitchen and our living room and my office. That would be lovely if we had that for the past three weeks, um, but we haven't, and it's all good because there's not much we can do other than just breathe through the annoyances. This month has definitely taught me that. And I think it's fun when I realize that all of this work that I do works <laughs> because I'm sure there would have been moments that I just felt like giving up because it was just one thing after another. But when I stop and take a step back and I realize how small it is, it just allows me to let it pass by. And it's just so powerful when you truly become the watcher of your mind, the, like being kind of like the narrator of your thoughts and seeing what's going on in your mind, but being very neutral about it, it can change everything. So that's not what this episode's about. But I feel like you might want an update. You might want an update on the, the AC gate because this is where we're at. But hopefully next week when I record next week's episode, I will be back in my office. Anyway, let's get into the episode because the last couple episodes, I mean, really for the month of August, because we were at that halfway check-in point, have been talking about, you know, re-looking at our goals and then talking about the obstacles that get in the way because I've been working with quite a few clients um, on their goal and there's always obstacles and I've seen all of these obstacles come up and it's so fun to be able to help them work through it. And not only has it been great for my clients going over this work, um, but also myself because these are always good reminders. Like, you know, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. So I hope after you listen to these episodes, you feel inspired to share what you're learning, you know, apply it, 
right? It's There's a difference between listening and being like, yeah, no, I totally get this, but then not doing anything with it and then still complaining that you don't have the results that you want in your life. I'm sharing you the secret to getting you the results that you want in your life. So take this stuff and put it into action, my friend. All right, so let's dive into this episode because this is juicy because I'm going to talk about self-doubt. Now, I've done an episode before about how to make self-doubt an ally, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into self-doubt today because everyone experiences self-doubt. Everyone. Even the most successful people that you see out there like doing the things that you want to do and you're like, oh, like they have the dream life and they're making all of the money and the dream job and, you know, whatever because they don't have doubt. And that's not true. The most successful people also have doubt, but they've just learned how to work through it. So everyone experiences self-doubt. You have to do the work to find success and you have to work hard at it. Like self-doubt is this very sneaky emotion. Self-doubt is different than the other obstacles that I mentioned earlier in the podcast because self-doubt tends to rear its head when we set a goal, but then it goes quiet, right? When we don't give it much attention. So if we don't pay attention to self-doubt and we don't work on overcoming it, it just kind of goes dormant, but it's still always there. Like we forget about our self-doubt and we only remember it when we're like struck with inspiration to do something amazing for our life. And then we use it as an excuse not to follow that intuitive inspiration, that hit that we get. And this is what happens when we suffer from self-doubt because after we are excited about something and we feel inspiration and we feel self-doubt, we don't decide not to follow the inspiration and then self-doubt just goes back into its hiding place ready to rear its head when you're struck with another piece of inspiration. And I think that this is important to recognize because if you don't work on your self-doubt, it's always just going to come up every time that you're inspired to do something great for yourself. So the truth is whenever you decide to grow and evolve or you're ready to level up and get to that next level, you are going to experience self-doubt. That's just a part of the deal. And if you know that now, it's going to help you move forward in your life. But most people don't pursue growth because of self-doubt. Most people just want to avoid feeling. They avoid doing the work needed to overcome self-doubt. And then they don't reach the level of success that they desire. And meanwhile, while this is happening, those people that I'm talking about, but not you because you love growth, right? They end up sitting on the sideline and they just watch others. Others succeed. Others pursue their dreams. Others pursue their goals, right? Enter comparison, right? Compare and despair. That's how that cycle starts. And the truth is, if someone out there you admire is creating an amazing dream life, so can you. This is the truth. I believe it at my core. But the issue is most people just assume that others don't experience self-doubt. And what they don't realize is they are comparing themselves to someone that is actually pursuing their goals but are experiencing self-doubt every step of the way. Here's the deal. Most people don't want to keep going. They don't want to put themselves out there because they don't want to deal with the discomfort that comes with the next level. 
We just try to hide. And I've been there before. Ooh, most of my life, I always share this, but most of my life I just hid. I just got by. There were so many times that I much rather hide than deal with the crippling self-doubt that I experienced. And that manifest in overall disappointment and frustration with myself. I always knew that I could do or grow more, but I was so paralyzed by my self-doubt that I would just hide and I would just get by. I wouldn't set goals because I didn't want to deal with all of the junk that setting goals brought up. And what would happen is I would try to escape and that escaping would feel good temporarily, but then the problem is there was a whole lot of other crap that would come up with trying to escape, trying to avoid, right? And that would be stagnation and complacency. And to me, I think that's worth, worse than the discomfort of growing. And I didn't really understand this at the time, but I figured it out because growth is actually a value of mine. Um the staying the same was too painful. I couldn't, I could not stay the same. I knew I couldn't stay the same. If I stayed the same, I was going to self-destruct. So my only option was to move forward towards my goals and embrace the discomfort because staying the same really wasn't an option at that point. And I always have to remind myself of that because I am no longer that person that I was. Um, but every level, there's a new level of discomfort that comes with setting goals and having big dreams. And I know that it's just a part of the process. And that's what I really want you to take away from this episode is this is all a part of the process. So what can we do about self-doubt? Because if self-doubt is a part of the process, you're like, dope, I'm going to be uncomfortable. And yeah, you are going to be uncomfortable because that's, that's the point growth, discomfort is all a part of the game, right? We have, we say discomfort is the price of growth because that is the truth, my friend. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not trying hard enough. If you're not uncomfortable by your growth, you're not trying hard enough. You're just kind of doing the bare minimum and saying that you're growing. But growing requires to be uncomfortable. Think about growth spurts. Why don't we remember our growth spurts as children? Because it was super uncomfortable. So you might be wondering, how can I identify my self-doubt and how can I work with it? And then we'll chat about how to increase confidence to move towards the life that you want to live. Because that's what it's all about. First, we, you know, we manage the self-doubt and then we work towards confidence. And that's dreamy. So here are the steps. So if you're listening to this episode and you're not driving – and you have a pen and paper or something to take notes, this will be super helpful. Grab that now and let's dive in. Because the first step is identifying the self-doubt. So I want you to think about the thing, the goal, the result, the desire. What do you want? Something you don't have right now. And I just want you to notice how you doubt yourself. What is that desired result or outcome you want in your life? Notice the thoughts that you have. Notice how you're speaking to yourself. Are you saying thoughts like, I'm too old to do that, or I'm too young. No one will take me serious. I've never been able to keep the weight off. That's for her, but not for me. That's self-doubt. Though All those thoughts are self-doubt, my friend. You doubt your ability or your capacity to do the things that you want in your life. The thing about self-doubt is it's all yours. You are the only one doubting your ability. If there is another human out there doing what you want to do, who has what you want, 
then your doubt is your self-doubt. The opinions you have about the obstacles between you and your desired results determine how much self-doubt you have. So this is how we identify it, right? We want to look at your opinions about the obstacles between you and your desired result. So go back and think about that desired result. Look at what you wrote down. What are the obstacles towards reaching that result? And after you write those obstacles down, ask yourself, what am I making this mean? So that's the first part is identifying the self-doubt. And you can take your time with this, pause the episode, or you can come back and listen. Because the next step is once you identify your self-doubt and the related obstacles, you want to tap into what your thoughts truly are about these obstacles. Because when you do, you're, uh, you're revealing all of the thoughts that's creating the self-doubt. So ask yourself, what is my opinion of each of these obstacles? Because you're really asking, what do I think about these obstacles? Okay. And when you look at the obstacles, I want you to ask yourself, do you think it's going to be impossible to reach this result? And if the answer is yes, it's too hard, and going back to all of those negative thoughts that are creating that negative emotion, self-doubt, then yeah, you are the only thing standing in your way, my friend. Because just imagine this, right? So yes, you could choose thoughts that are like, yes, I'm too old. I don't know enough. I'm not smart enough. Someone else is already doing it. The market is saturated. I don't even know where to start. I um, have too much going on. Like there's just all that. That's that's junk, right? So you could have those thoughts and chances are you might have had those thoughts before. But I just want you to imagine this. What if your thoughts about your obstacles was this? Yeah, there's going to be obstacles. And yes, I will face it. I will deal with it. And I will understand it. I will have compassion for my obstacles and I will not act on it. I will be in control of my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. Just imagine if that was your thought about your obstacle, because these types of thoughts are going to create commitment, motivation, determination to achieve whatever it is you want in your life. I mean, think about it. Which thoughts feel constrictive, like tight and closing, or which ones feel expansive? I choose the latter. Like, let's go. Let's expand. Let's expand because every time you open up to the obstacles, you grow you grow. Now, the cool thing is commitment is always a choice. Commitment is always a choice and you have a choice. You can either choose to commit to your self-doubt or you can choose to commit to your goal. But remember, it's always a choice. Now, yes, self-doubt is often a knee-jerk reaction for most of us. And I just want you to think about if you do have that reaction that you're on the right path. That just means you want something for yourself that is either in alignment with your your true self or you want something that is really going to help you get to that next level. So self-doubt is often an indicator that you are on the right path. And I just want you to ask yourself, like, what would happen if you went all in? Like you knew that self-doubt was going to be a part of the the deal. You knew that there was going to be obstacles, right? Like what if you said, I'm going in and self-doubt is coming with me, but I will not entertain it. I will not listen to it. I will understand it because I'm in charge. What's 
crazy about when we set our goals and we have dreams. Our dreams expose our doubts. So if you decide to go all in, like you're just all in, you're making it happen, all of your doubts are going to be out in the light. And that's amazing because too many people stop dreaming because they don't want to have their self-doubts exposed. They want to be perfect or whatever, which is like, what does that mean? You know, because when you have your self-doubts exposed, you are able to change them. You have the ability to gain authority over your doubts because you can finally see them for what they are, which are thoughts about yourself. They're thoughts about yourself. That's it. And what do you know about thoughts? Thoughts are optional sentences in your mind. Oh, so good. So all of this is to say, doubt your doubts, but not your goals. You are entitled to have strength to overcome your obstacles and to achieve greatness in your life. Like there is such pride that comes from overcoming your challenges and struggles and obstacles and getting to the other side. And then once you get to their side, only to start back up again, knowing that like it is a part of the process. Because here's what's so great about setting goals is you get better with every goal you write. Every single goal that you set for yourself, you get better because human beings, our purpose is to grow and evolve. That is our purpose, really, to grow and evolve, to help people wake up, to be conscious, to be alert, to be alive. This is why we're here. So I have a question for you. And maybe this doesn't apply to you, but it might because I've heard this with some some clients I've worked with. But if you don't write goals for yourself, why is that? And I just want you to ask yourself and answer this. Have you set any personal goals, not work goals? personal goals. And if you haven't, ask yourself why. Chances are it might bring up self-doubt, frustration, and fear. And often the avoidance of goal setting is because most people just don't want to deal with the emotions that are bound to surface when you are reaching a goal. And what happens when you do reach the goal and the emotions come up? right? Like this is a natural progression and this is exactly what is supposed to happen. When you set a goal, we are meant to feel challenged and self-doubt is a part of the journey. When you decide that you want to work on overcoming those challenges and becoming more of the person you want to be, you have found the secret sauce because self-doubt is a choice. Remember that. Doubt your doubt, but never your goals. Now, I totally understand. You might be like, yes, I I hear you, Brittany, but like you don't understand self-doubt that I experience is super real when it happens. It feels like this crazy force has come over me. And the thing is, I totally get that because I've experienced it. But really, when, when you break it down and you become the observer and do all of the work, you realize that it's just something that we've created with our minds. I want you to think about the last goal that you set or, you know, outcome that you you want for yourself okay I just want you to think about the last one that you did right because I can think back like the the last goal that I set all of a sudden the mind goes wild right it's like you can't do that who do you think you are you're not even capable of that you don't even know how to do that right like it's like clockwork honestly I set a goal and I'm like I like feel like tight (laughs) because my brain just goes wild and that's 
just self-doubt. It's my brain doing its job. It's just like, hey, this seems dangerous. This seems like a lot of change. So we're just going to doubt it so you can stay comfortable and stay the same. Now, nothing has gone wrong. It just means your brain is doing its job. Our brain, remember the motivational triad is it seeks pleasure, avoids pain, and it wants things to be efficient, right? So your brain just wants to stay in this comfortable pattern of efficiency. So even though the efficiency is getting negative results in our life, your brain just wants it to be efficient. It, it doesn't care. It's not like, oh, the results. It's like, no, I just want things to be the same. I want things to be comfortable. So when you start pushing yourself, that's when your brain kicks in and say, nope, that's never going to work. It's never going to go happen. Go back to doing the same thing you were doing. Right? Like This is a natural reaction to growth. And all of the doubt are thoughts that don't support your capabilities. And I mean capabilities that we can develop in and then also capabilities that we already have. So I truly believe that our ability to grow is only limited by our self-doubt. Your ability to grow is only limited by your self-doubt. You are the only thing standing in your way. Your ability to move beyond your doubtful thinking is totally up to you. So if you want to grow into the next best beautiful version of yourself, whatever that looks like to you, your ability to grow is your ability to move beyond self-doubt. So my question for you is, are you able to face those doubts? Are you able to overcome them? I hope by now you're saying, yes, Brittany. Yes, 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 you totally are. How do you know what you're capable of? And what are you capable of? Here's the deal. I want you to check in with yourself, the goal, the desired result that you want. Would you be willing to try 50 things before you come to the conclusion that you're not worthy, effective, or capable? I mean, think about this. Think about a child learning to walk. Remember when we were learning to walk? No, because it was probably a traumatizing time in our life. <laughs> but think about it. If you gave up walking after trying two times, you would still be crawling, my friend. But the funny thing is the older we get, the more that we think it should only take one try. We try it once and if it doesn't work, we're like, forget it. It's not meant for us. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. That is a trap. You have to be willing to try it at least 50 times before you can draw any conclusion. Repetition is the master of all skill. Keep repeating. Like If you're looking for a relationship, are you willing to go on 50 dates? Most people would say no. They want it to be easy. If you're trying to get stronger or if you're trying to lose weight, are you willing to try? Are you willing to go in all in even if you're doubting your abilities and your capabilities to do what you want to do? And guess what? It's totally up to you. So we chatted about self-doubt, how to recognize it, recognizing obstacles, and pushing past them repeatedly because that is the process. Acknowledge, identify obstacles, and then push past the obstacles repeatedly. That is the secret sauce. Now, because we've talked about self-doubt, I want to shift into increasing confidence because this is a part of the secret sauce, because self-doubt is really lack of confidence in ourselves. So now we're going to talk about how to increase confidence to continue to pursue your goals or desired results that you have in your life. So remember, self-doubt is just a thought you're having about yourself. Yeah? Do you agree with me? Are we on the same page? Are you tracking? 
So if self-doubt is just a thought that you have about yourself, that means the way that you become more confident is choosing to believe thoughts about yourself that are motivating and determined and inspired, you know, whatever it is, the emotion that you want, you just have to choose thoughts that are going to create that emotion. And yes, of course, talking it out seems so simple. So we're going to walk through a process to really help you increase confidence proactively. So I want you to think about the thing that you want that we talked about earlier. Um, If you want to write something else, fine. But for the sake of consistency, let's keep focusing on the thing you want. So I want you to write down the thing that you want. Step one, going back to what we talked about earlier, is recognize your doubtful thinking, right? That's the only way that we're going to change is by seeing what's going on in our brain. So this can be a challenge at first because self-doubt is very, very sneaky and tricky, and it's going to try to trick you into thinking that it's true and it's reality, that you're just being realistic, but I'm calling bullshit on that. So right now you can pause this episode or you can come back. Think about something you really want that we talked about earlier. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe it's an ability that you want to develop. Maybe it's a baby, whatever it is, write it down. And once you have it, I want you to write down all of your thoughts, whatever it is you want. Think about it. And then once you start dreaming about the possibilities, you start thinking about having it, your brain is going to immediately say, self-doubt this, self-doubt that, do-do-do-do, self-doubt, 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 self-doubt. It's a self-doubt party. You're going to be flooded with negative thoughts. That means everything is going right. Don't be confused. They're just thoughts, optional sentences in your mind. They're just thoughts. Write down every single one of them. I get, I like understand this process so deeply because like I said, my self-doubt was so crippling. And I always think about this podcast. Like when I had this goal to start the podcast, I had tons of thoughts. There's already so many podcasts out there. No one wants to listen to you. Like you don't have any experience to share. But like it was like a bottomless pit of self-doubt. But here we are today and I have people send me messages all the time about how my podcast has helped them. And I have reached these milestones with the podcast that I never thought that I was going to. I didn't think it was going to last this long. That's for damn sure. And we are coming up to almost 100 episodes. And if I listened to that self-doubt, I wouldn't be here talking with you right now. I was so wrong. And so were you about all of that self-doubt. So that's how we know those thoughts in our brain are not true. So that is step one. And step two, identify what you want and write down all of the negative thoughts that come up when you start dreaming about it, okay? Step one and step two. Step three is notice your response to the thoughts of self-doubt. When you believe these thoughts, when you attach to them, what does it feel like? What do you do when you feel this way? Pay close attention so you understand where your thoughts go. Write it down. So for example, when I had the idea of creating a podcast and then all the thoughts that I had of there's already so many podcasts, no one wants to listen to me. I will probably just keep doing what I'm doing, right? I retreat. I get sabotaged. When I write down these thoughts, I can see what discouragement looks like. 
I can see how I feel when I read those thoughts. When I read those thoughts, I just feel discouraged and I feel doubtful. And then I'm filled with self-doubt. I take no action. And then I just start reacting to other things that are happening around me. I react in a way that brings out more self-doubt. So it's just this negative cycle, just like a downward spiral. So that's step three is I want you to notice how you respond to your thoughts of self-doubt. So you write down the thoughts and then I want you to pay attention to how you feel and how you act when you're believing these thoughts of self-doubt. Now the next step, step four, is probably my favorite (laughs) because it really comes down to deciding not to believe the negative thoughts. Because at this point, you've recognized the pattern And that is honestly where we stand in our power, right? Like when you understand your pattern of thinking that's stopping you from moving forward, you hold all of the power. You have authority over your thoughts. And this is when you get to decide if you want to continue to attach to and believe those thoughts or if you want to change them. So first, recognize that there are thoughts and then decide if you want to keep believing them or not. Think about this. Do you want to believe that you can't be successful at losing weight? Do you really want to believe that? You are believing it and you're choosing to believe it because you're not choosing to believe something different. And I get it. I know it doesn't feel like a choice and I know it just feels like reality and the truth, but it's not. It's a self-doubting thought that you've attached meaning to. You think you have so much evidence for it, right? You could look to the past and you're like, these are all the reasons why I can't lose weight right? Like that is very common. But the thing is, it's an optional thought. So is it a thought you want to keep thinking? Do you want to think that you can't find a partner? Do you want, do you want to think that you can't leave your current job? Do you want to think that your partner is just difficult and that's just how they are? Do you want to think that you're just not capable of whatever it is that you want to achieve? Do you want to think that? I mean, it's a choice. You have to decide if you want to attach to it and believe those thoughts. This is the most important step. Please don't skip this. Look at those thoughts. Decide if you want to continue to believe them. And if not, we're going to switch it up right here, right now. Okay? Right? If you're going to believe something, you might as well believe something that's going to help you grow. Right? So step five, after we decide not to believe those negative thoughts, is Two, decide what to believe about yourself. So once you have made it clear that you're not going to believe those self-doubting thoughts, you need to check in and ask yourself what you want your opinion of yourself to be. So in other words, what do you want to think about when you think about yourself? What do you want to think about when you think about your dreams? What are you going to choose to focus on? What are you going to tell your mind to think about? Now, these questions are so important because each obstacle that you have in your life is going to be an opportunity to doubt yourself or evolve yourself. And remember, you have the choice. Now, I want to note that if you don't have a lot of obstacles in your life, it's because you're not dreaming big enough. It's because you're most likely hiding and you don't want to make the choice between self-doubt and evolving. So I hope this is an invitation for you to start dreaming a little bit bigger. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I see these amazing humans that I work with freaking minimize their goals to match their current reality. They're like, well, this is realistic. This is comfortable. And I'm like, 
no, 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 my friend. This is likely going to happen. That's great. But I want you to expand, to evolve and grow into the person that I know you want to be. I mean, they wouldn't be working with a coach if they didn't want that. So it's my job to help them grow and expand and evolve into that next version. And this is so important because you get a choice. You can either choose self-doubt or you can choose to evolve. So the last thing that I want to touch on is knowing that you have an opportunity to leave a legacy. When we create confidence for ourselves, our thinking inspires action. And the more action we take and the more we do in this world, the more legacy that we leave. I think that it's important to think about what you want your contribution to yourself and the imprint of your life to look like when you reflect back on it. You know, will you have done what you wanted to do? Will you have taken action that you wanted to take, right? Or will you look back and say that I got spun out in self-doubt? Remember, self-doubt creates inaction. So if you aren't doing much with your life right now, what is the reason, the real reason behind it? Is it because you're filled with so much self-doubt? Are you using that as a reason to quit? Because now you know that self-doubt doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. All that it means is that it's you're stretching yourself and you're asking yourself more questions. And usually when we try something new, we think, I'm not sure I can do this. And at that moment, are you going to ask yourself, am I not even going to try? Am I not even going to put in the effort? Or are you going to be open to it? Are you going to keep showing up for yourself until you get the result that you want? Right? Are you going to choose self-doubt or are you going to choose to grow? If you know that self-doubt means you're growing, can you go all in? Right? It means that you get to overcome whatever is standing in your way to get exactly what you want in your life. When you're experiencing self-doubt, it means you're evolving and growing and asking something of yourself. You're challenging yourself and bringing up the self-doubt and all that stuff is holding you back. The bigger your goals, the bigger the self-doubt is going to be. And that is a beautiful thing when it comes up because you have the opportunity to own it and then you can change it. On the other side of every accomplishment, you will have even more confidence. And that new confidence, my friend, is going to be used to fuel the next thing that you want to overcome, your next evolution. That confidence is going to fuel and propel you forward. Yep. Because guess what? When you get to that next level, you guessed it, you're going to encounter some more self-doubt. So the only thing keeping you from what you want and what you want now is the belief that you can't have it. The only thing that is preventing you from that belief is self-doubt. It's always going to be the obstacle out in front of you. The only question is, are you going to get better at overcoming it so you can go do and be and like experience bigger things in your life? Are you going to grow accustomed to giving in and taking no action and reacting to it? Or are you going to overcome it? Are you going to get better and better and better? Because really the only option, there really is no option. You either grow or you, what's this, what's the quote? Like you either grow or you die. I mean, it's a very <laughs> intense quote, but it's true. If you're not growing, if you're just stuck, you're dying, you're going backwards. And that's not what we want. Human beings don't want that. We as a species needed to evolve. So biggest takeaway from this episode, I hope that you fully believe that 
Self-doubt is a part of your evolution. It's a part of the process. And I want to use this episode as an invitation to commit to overcoming it. I want you to use this as an invitation opportunity to commit to overcoming it. One of my favorite things about working with clients is helping them understand how amazing they are, helping them change their thoughts so they can realize how amazing and how capable they are. And I hope you now understand that self-doubt doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. And I hope you know that it means that you're growing and that you're in the process of becoming the person that you're meant to be. Okay? Self-doubt doesn't mean to give up. Self-doubt means you're on the right path. All right, my friend, that is all that I have for you today. I hope that you got something from this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend. If you enjoyed it, I would be so grateful for a little um, review so we can keep sharing this message and helping people you know, live the life that they're meant to live. If you want help living that life, because that is literally what I do on the regular, I, am, I have a wait list for September, but I would love to chat with you before September so we could get started in September. And I have a program that is coming out soon that if you're interested in, make sure that you sign up for all of the details. And I am just so grateful that you spent the time to listen to this episode. And I hope that you're ready to kick self-doubt in the butt. Okay, friend, until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it. Until next time.